took me to Texas. I wanna see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I wanna go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I wanna see how far this country goes. Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. Welcome back to the Outdoor Zone Live in the Bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home Saturday mornings live right here on the Austin Radio Network, 104.9 The Horn, flagship station for UT Sports. You can listen to us 24-7, 365, and share us with your friends at theoutdoorzone.com on all social media and sound (laughs) media. Come on, iTunes and Spotify and... Come on. I'm TJ Graney. That is Cody Ryan. Beefsteak is in the house with beef sticks. Really? Beefsteaks are here. You want one? Road Rash. Like one? Road Rash. Is the guy who gets in here and makes sure the gate gets open, and he's the ranch hand that uh, assures us that we'll be here yep. live in the bunkhouse. This is your deer shooting, flounder gigging, dub blasting, hog dogging, bass catching, mountain climbing, fly fishing. Four-wheeling adrenaline junkie outdoor zone radio show broadcast from the bunkhouse. Yeah, that's right. We come to you live right here on Sunday mornings. Shout out to all the folks out there getting ready for church this morning. You still got a little bit of time to catch that early service. That's usually what I do is I catch the early service. Hey, um, so I was talking to um, a friend of ours, Cole Joseph. And uh, call him CJ. Come on, CJ. I was talking to him yesterday, and he said, "Oh man, we were out frog gigging last night." And I thought, "What?" <laughs> and it, because I've done that before in the past, and but I hadn't done it in a very long time, and I just thought, "Man, you got to call into the show." And he and he showed me pictures of the frog legs that they had harvested yesterday. And uh, I posted it on the Outdoor Zone Facebook page. You got to go over there and take a look at them. Big old honkers. And uh, so I asked him to call in this morning and just talk a little bit about frog gigging. CJ, can you yeah. hear me? Hello? CJ, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Hey. Good morning, CJ. Good morning. Did I get you up too early? Nope. Good to go this morning. All right. How well, hey. I was just yesterday. I thought it was really fun. You are your passion, typically is predator hunting, and yeah. uh, you fat uh, hunt and go hunting at contest and go out to the family farm and just anywhere you can go. And you're always clicking off coyotes and bobcats and stuff like that and when you're telling me about the frog gig and i thought man we just don't talk about that people just don't do enough of that kind of stuff growing up i remember doing some of it we'd go down to the bio and do that kind of stuff in houston and uh so tell us a little bit about how the night went the other night what got you guys going where the ponds were full or what got that whole thing going 
I don't know. It's, it's it's usually a little bit early to start frog gigging. We usually start doing it in the middle of summer when it gets real hot. So we kind of, you know, predator hunting slowing down because it's beginning to get hot. And so we decided to change it up a little bit, and we got all fired up and said, let's go catch some frogs. I said, all right. <laughs> so we got a couple of places together, a bunch of tanks, a bunch of old swampy tanks. We get all down there. We, get, we had to go find all our frog gigging stuff, and uh, we had to – get all our big flashlights out spotlights and snake boots you know yeah you one of the things you told me that you guys were just that you were stepping over and stepping on tons of water moccasins some as big as four feet long oh man things were everywhere cody would love that oh yeah when you're walking through the six (laughs) inches of water around the banks and you're shining your light off into the brushy stuff looking for a frog and next thing you know bam snake hitting your boot yeah that's not cool i jump about six foot in the air and then (laughs) my guys just laugh at me so so are you guys are y'all killing those snakes as you're going along if you see them oh yeah we're killing them (laughs) (laughs) hell yeah hey uh so what it so talk a little bit about how you do it because you were talking to me about some of the ways that you guys frog gig. Sometimes, if you're doing it straight from the bank, you got to do it a certain way. It's sometimes easier if you're in a boat because you're you're gigging up against the bank and. Yeah, if you're in a boat, if you're out in the middle of the water and all the frogs are pushed up on the bank, it's easier to use your gig, sure. and you can you stab them into the dirt, or if you shoot them with a little twenty-two. If you can't get close enough, it'll fly up onto the dirt. But the hardest thing is when you when you don't when you decide not to take your boat and you just want to kind of cruise around with the gig and walk around with tanks and use your twenty twos. Um, if they're laying if they're just laying up in the water, up in the brush, can't use your gig. Got to shoot them, and hopefully you can get them out of there quick enough before they sink. That's the toughest part, just trying to get them out of there when there's a snake sitting next to them. <laughs> well, and I've heard sometimes the snakes will snag them and take them away. Oh, every time we we get to where we see a big one, we'll shoot it, and there, and then we didn't even realize there's about a four foot water moccasin right next to it every time. But that we didn't have any try to take them away, but we 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 lost we only lost two of them because they sunk too fast. But we we grabbed most of them. We're just waiting for it to get a little hotter before we go again. It'll get even better next go around. So do the so the eyes of so you shine a flashlight, super bright flashlight, and the frogs freeze when you shine it in their eyes, and that gives okay. you a chance to take a three or a four prong gig and stick them with it, yeah, or to shoot them with your twenty two. But do the they can't sn- see you coming? They can't see you coming. And when, but does do the snakes' eyes shine too, or how do you? Oh boy, do they! Really? <laughs> yeah, you, you. I can see them. I well, if you're not looking for them and you're not worried about them, you usually don't see them. But when you have someone like me that hunts with you and you're worried about them, believe me, you're gonna see them. Because so, I point out every one that we walk past. Man, Cody, we're gonna have to revive him over here. He's not doing very well. He's biting his fingernails. I don't do, I don't do snakes. And he's not do, but CJ, we, we used to do it. We go out in pairs, and we had where one person was on the light, and then you would cover the light on the side of the frog so that the shadow of the gig coming in didn't scare him. 
Do y'all do that, or do you do it in pairs? No, we, we have about a we have about a twelve foot gig, and like if we sit in the boat and do it, we'll get up about six foot from them, and then one of the guys just gets it real close, gets the gig right up to the almost to the, touching the frog, and just pushes them in the dirt mm. real fast. I me, I'm more of a shooter. You know what I mean. <laughs> I, I like so it's just fun anyways right yeah i have a good time either way you do it it's it's so much fun because you don't have to be quiet you can you can sit around and bs and talk with your buddies and do it and the biggest thing is not even the snakes it's the bugs though mosquitoes oh yeah well i and cj was uh he was telling me yesterday that uh don would like this because you can smoke a cigar and it's good because it keeps the bugs away while you're doing it hey you just keep on puffing them big guy <laughs> I like so that. uh and I'll then go with you next time what did you do once you had a once you had an ice chest full of these things uh tell us about your plan for the for the harvest oh what we do with them is we'll wait we'll go a couple times this year and we'll wait till we get enough of them and then we'll throw them all we'll fry them and kind of have a fish fry and go catch some fish and have a fish fry and some frog legs and kind of have a p- couple people out to eat them and get a big old time. So, so you just take, you just take, you guys were taking an axe and just yeah, well, whacking them. When, yeah, it's way easier than a little pocket knife or something. You get a little chopping block, like just bring a little block to, like you set your trailer on or something, just a little block, a little flat block and take your hatchet, chop the legs off. Easiest way to do it, and then just take what? pliers and pull them off, right? Mm-hmm. Because them things, it's it, it's so much faster than trying to cut them because they're not they're not dead when you when you're trying to like once you stab them, those frogs don't die, right? Unless you shoot them. We used well, to knock you them were, out. You were saying too that sometimes when you're hunting them with the twenty two, if you hit in the water, right, even hit close to them when the water, it stuns them and you can get them. It's the is the percussion off the water yeah it it stuns them and they just pretty much die and you just grab them out <laughs> yeah i don't know what it is you don't even have to hit them you and they, right next to them and they're done and these are just old farm ponds around out in uh, out in the country out in you know taylor and out i mean just any old farm ponds is what you're talking about right just any of the nastiest swampiest looking ones you can find that's where you're going to find your frogs lots of lily pads uh, just all kind of grass and all kind of stuff growed up in there. You'll find where the snakes are, the frogs are. <laughs> man, oh, oh man. Well, guess I won't that be going frog again. Well, oh, we're, we're going to have to get Cody some, some snake boots to go up to about his chest. And we'll to give me a snake suit. <laughs> yeah, I'll be yeah. like Iron Man. <laughs> well, you don't hear a lot of people getting bit by snakes when yeah, you they're don't out hear frog the story because they're dead. <laughs> <laughs> but you know water moccasins are one of the one of the ones you got to yeah. worry about in texas yep and, and they swim a of them in the water and they sound they sound like they're healthy too mm-hmm. and they swim on top of the water we we'll have to get a get a get a good night and get it real warm when the bugs are out so disco smoking cigars and <laughs> we'll get out there and we'll go snag us some frogs i'm telling you it sounds like a heck of a Heck of an adventure to me. I'd like to do it again. So one guy holds the bag, the other one gigs, the other one spotlights, and the other one smokes a cigar. I like it. Well, <laughs> it sounds like a great You time. know which job you picked? <laughs> <laughs> 
We got about three guns and one and one gigger. So. Oh. <laughs> well, CJ, I appreciate you calling in. You know, all that stuff that you, a lot of that stuff that you do. You're a young guy, and so many young people just don't understand uh, frog gigging or the stuff that you do. I mean, I love that you get up at. Three thirty, four o'clock in the morning. You go work hard all day long, physical hard work, and then you come home, and uh, and it's not unusual for you to run out with your buddies in the out in the country somewhere for a couple hours and hunt some predators or gig some frogs or just some different stuff like that. And I just I just think that's a great example for folks and. What a way to feed the heart of a young guy and, and just any man. I mean, when you were telling me it, I was just like, God, that is so good. That is so good. Some more guys need to be out frog gigging. And, oh, yeah. uh, like, like three more guys. That's <laughs> yeah. We will make it happen. All right. Well, hey, buddy, I appreciate you calling into the show. And uh, you guys going to church, headed out to church? Yes, sir. All right. Well. Y'all check in with us later on. That was Cole Joseph, CJ. He's our field reporter, staff field reporter, calling in and uh, telling us about his recent frog gigging. Well, I uh, I don't know how y'all are going to get out there if I don't give you a ride because uh, uh, we're both you're, broke. You're working. Take my truck to Sun. Take old Dixie to Sun Auto. And I take my truck to Sun Auto. That's why I have to give y'all a ride out there. Family owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. They've worked hard every day. Turn your trust and keep your vehicle running like new they hire asc certified technicians to repair and maintain your vehicles they do brake repairs oil changes transmission service all at sun auto service and they appreciate having the opportunity to serve you at the sun auto service repair shop nearest you 405 west slaughter lane that's the one i use they got one at 1300 medical parkway in cedar park 1403 rivery boulevard in georgetown and their newest location in lakeway at 1206 ranch road 620 you can check out all the deals and specials at sunautoservice.com. Hey, our Peter Report's coming up next. You don't want to miss it. You only get it one place live in a bunkhouse 79 on uh, 104.9 The Horn or 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. And there is grace and forgiveness, mercy and healing. Hey, I'm Randall Tharp, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone Fish On. All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Now Maxwell Supercenter. They're giving you deep discounts on everything in inventory, like the 2019 Motor Trend Truck of the Year, the 2019 Ram 1500. Now, Maxwell Supercenter is holding its Memorial Day sales event. They've knocked thousands of dollars off of tons of cars on their lot, and they are more, and there are more coming in every day. Not only will you get some of their best prices of the season, but you'll get le- legendary service that awarded them the 2019 Customer First Award for Excellence. Memorial Day sales event is on now at Supercenter Size Selection and Savings at the number one Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram sales leader in Central Texas, now Maxwell Supercenter, 620 and 183 in Austin, or visit them online at nilemaxwellsupercenter.com. Now it's time for this week's PETA report. 
They are anti-hunting, anti-fishing, anti-meat, anti-you and your family's outdoor heritage. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's PETA Report, because we love animals too. They taste great. <laughs> hey, this uh, this is perfect for PETA, and it goes right in line with our redneck uh, field report from Cole Joseph. Uh, I love this. Detroit area Roman Catholics have Catholics have one more dining option during Lent than most other followers of the faith. The culinary appeal of that item, however, is up for debate. A longstanding permissions allowed local Catholics to eat muskrat, a furry marsh-dwelling rodent native to the area. On days of abstinence, including Fridays of Lent, according to the Archdiocese of Detroit, the custom dates to to the region's missionary history in the 1700s and especially prevalent in communities along the Detroit River. (laughs) Yeah, you probably want to eat some muskrats that have been... For Jesus, yes. for Jesus, along Mus- that have been in the Detroit River. Muskrat sounds like the mm-hmm. place you want them to be grown up. I think that's a T-shirt. Muskrats for Jesus. Go Catholic. <laughs> yeah. Missionary priests realized that the food was espe- that food was especially scarce in the region by the time Lent came around, and did not want to burden Catholics unreasonably. Well. Wouldn't want to do that by denying them one of the few readily available sources of nutrition. (laughs) However unappetizing it might be for most folks, said Edward Peters, an expert on canon law, who is on the faculty at Sacred Heart Major Seminary in Detroit. You know, I go to Austin Stone, and we got like five campuses around. And I just want to say that, hey, if you go to Austin Stone next – Next week, we're just going to eat muskrats. <laughs> so gross. I'm not going there. The Reverend Tim Lebo grew up in an area of Michigan where the practice has been a long tradition and recalls sitting down for muskrat diners with his grandfather, dinners with his grandfather. I don't know if I enjoy more. Is that muskrat love? Yes. I'm <laughs> waiting till we get to the rolling, you know. All through. right. I don't know if I enjoy more more eating the muskrat or watching people try it for the first time because it doesn't look like any way appetizing, said Lebo, Dean of Studies at Sacred Heart. Lebo said some people describe it, it, it as tasting like duck, but he disagrees. I think muskrat tastes like muskrat, and I don't think it can be compared to anything else. Anyway, the, they're about 20 to 25 inches long. They weigh between 2 and 5 pounds. Um, and I just thought that was that Peter would appreciate that, that the right. Catholic Church is advocating eating muskrats, which in Louisiana and some places they're a horrible problem. Yeah. They're more the nutrient, you know. Oh, the nutrient. nutrient. That's what nutrient. it is. Nutria. Nutria. Nutrient. <laughs> Nutrient-rich muskrats in the Detroit River. <laughs> Available fried on Fridays. I, I wonder if they play the Captain and Tennille song of Muff. What do you come on? This is good radio. Oh Alrighty. Okay, yeah. back to the show. Turn that off. Yeah. Jesus. Muskrat love. Uh Trump. That was perfect. Trump uh is no fan of trophy hunting. Says what? the Hill. The Hill is reporting that Trump is no fan of trophy hunting, which is 
absolutely opposite of everything we've heard or talked about. Maybe, maybe Trump the president or Trump's son? President. Okay. So because his son's I a heard, huge hunter. Yeah, a huge hunter in Africa, all over the Trophy world. Trophy hunter. Yeah, yep. all over the world. There's probably some. There, there ought to be some mounts hanging in the White House. Yeah, I that guarantee would be cool. Are. There should be. You know, I we'll send him there. one. How about that? Well, so right I heard something on the radio yesterday as I'm driving back from Del Rio, and I've got satellite radio. I listen to a bunch of different news channels. Uh, it said something about that uh, Trump is trying to get rid of the importation of giraffe. Giraffe being that there's only 100,000 left or 200,000 left no, in, in Africa. No, that's got to be BS. And uh, that he's trying to get rid of that. So uh, I look at, I'm trying to research this, and I look at the hill. <laughs> While you're driving back from? No, I wait until I get back. Okay, may, I text you. you so I would remember. I text you. Giraffe. Giraffe Trump. Trump. <laughs> and I just said it, radio stuff. Uh, ignored this. Um, just so I'd remember what, you know, that thought. Um, so I will be the greatest president that God ever created. Oh, my God. So uh, I'm reading a bunch of different stories. Um, NRDC, which is like uh, a big... Republican, Democratic... No, it's... Uh, Nutria. No, they, they believe in convention. like... It's like global warming kind of stuff. Um and so then I'm reading a story from them. It looks real official. Press release. Giraffes are among the species most threatened by Trump administration's efforts to weaken the Endangered Species Act. Of course, it has a misspelling in it. It's not threatened. It's threated uh, by the Trump administration oh, efforts. Oh, man. And immediately I lose – that they lose all – Credibility. Credibility in the first sentence of a quote-unquote press release on their front page of their Don't ever deal. read any of my well, press releases. That's because it was text in from well, somebody from the field. It's It shouldn't be. It shouldn't have been published. Then. But it had smiley faces so and emoticons. So it's just it. funny that, that, the, that the left has two different websites that are posting absolute opposite, 100% opposite opinions about the quote-unquote giraffes that one is saying that Trump is not a fan of yeah, giraffes and trophy, and he's trying to stop the importation into the United States of giraffes. The complete opposite website on the, of course, again, left side uh, is saying that he is a fan of uh, giraffes and that we need to stop him from... Anyway, it's just kind of... It's just typical... You know, I saw a video recently of a giraffe. They're opposing each other's opinions and what they're saying about Trump. So neither one of them are true to me. Neither I one saw, of them I saw a video of a giraffe chasing some folks that were touring a, a, an African, you know, doing an animal tour or whatever. And the giraffe was chasing them down, and they were rushing off because they were afraid this giraffe was going to attack them. I th I think a giraffe rug would be cool because you could have like the body in your living room, and then the neck go down the hallway. <laughs> I think that'd be awesome. McBride's Gun Central Tech's family-owned and operated. Need a referral for that personal carry class or anything to do with guns or ammo? McBride's Guns is your place. An experienced professional staff will help you with every step of gun ownership. 
Need a personal carry firearm? Check out all styles and types. Need to get fit for a shotgun? Get professional help from the staff at McBride. You'll find them in the same place they've been for years, the corner of 30th and Lamar. Call them at 512-472-3532 or online, mcbridesguns.com. McBride's Guns is our hometown gun shop. And they have all of your muskrat hunting accessories. Armed Citizens Report up next. It's the Outdoor Zone, live at the bunkhouse on 104.9 The Horn and 24-7, 365. Theoutdoorzone.com. Muskrat love. Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody, on the Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, you only get it one place. Sunday morning, seven to nine. Right here, the Outdoor Radio Show. We don't give in to the anti-gun crowd, PETA terrorist, or the Taliban. This is just how we roll here in the bunkhouse. Ride the trail with us all week online at theoutdoorzone.com. If you're not in love with your vehicle, we need to change that. Right now, just drive one of the best-selling vehicles at your central Texas Honda dealers, like the 2019 CRV. With Honda Sensing, there are cameras and sensors all around the vehicle. That means you get a multi-angle view behind your vehicle when you're backing up. Maybe that's why CRV is the best-selling crossover utility vehicle over the past decade, and it's been named the 2019 Edmunds most Buyer's Most Wanted Compact SUV. Our Central Texas Honda dealers have hundreds of vehicles to choose from, and one friendly employee will make sure you drive home in just the right one. Go see our friends at Round Rock Honda, First Texas Honda in Central Austin, Howdy Honda down south, and Honda San Marcos. Or you can check out all their inventory online at centraltexashondadealers.com. See dealer for details. Now it's time for this week's Armed Citizens Report. Today, legal firearm owners are protecting themselves and their families across the nation. These acts of courage and valor are seldom reported throughout the liberal media. The Outdoor Zone wants you to know the truth. This is the Armed Citizens Report for the week. After three suspects ambushed his father, forced him to let them into the house, and then threatened one of his sisters, a Houston man took action. After arriving home, realizing something was wrong, he quickly rushed into the house and grabbed a pistol firing at the criminals who had broken into his family home and terrorized its occupants. One intruder, who had his own pistol, was shot in the head and died. The other two jumped in his mother's car with his mother still inside. She was able to drive off while they stole the vehicle belonging to the homeowner's father and got away. One of them didn't get away. No, that's a good reason. A little confusing, but uh, all I heard was, man gets shot that was an intruder and shouldn't have been there i i uh appreciated the personal carry the need and the understanding of use of a personal carry firearm and a firearm in your home mm-hmm. used pri- pr- uh properly and uh so there you go 
floored by fist of a would-be robber, San Francisco bar owner Ralph Chipitea was ordered by the thug to hand over his money. As the bandit rifled a the cash register, Chipata got his 32 automatic and started firing. The robber staggered. The robber staggered out and fell dead with four bullets in him. Ooh, and that's a little bullet too. A little this thirty-two. Was, this has happened uh, in nineteen sixty-three. Not I much like, has changed. I like the rollback on that and go, huh? I guess things don't change much, do they? Be right. alert to avoid moose on the highway. Drivers need to be alert and cautious because moose are on the move. According to the Vermont Fish and Wildlife Department, moose are more likely to be crossing roadways at this time of year, especially after dark or early in the mornings, as they move from wintering areas to spring feeding locations. More moose are hit by motorists in the spring than any other time of the year. There is another peak of activity in September and October, the breeding season for moose, Motorists hit 61 moose in Vermont during 2018, said Fish and Wildlife Commissioner Lewis Porter. We are asking drivers to be especially careful, careful and for people to enjoy watching moose from a distance. Moose can be unpredictable and dangerous if you get too close and they feel concerned or get irritated. Man, you cornered, don't want to... If they feel cornered you don't or get hit irritated. A, hit a moose. Have you seen that... Uh, you remember that? What was the uh, me myself and me myself and I and I or something like that? The movie with uh, who was the oh who was that? Jim Carrey, yes, Jim Carrey. It where he uh, somebody runs hits a moose. I think it's a moose that they hit, and he you know has to finish it off because it's wounded, and then it kind of wakes back up, and he unloads his gun, and the moose is still moving anyway. It's a hilarious scene, but you don't want to hit a moose. <laughs> now, my uh, one of my employees this week hit a deer on the way to work. No kidding! And it's amazing the difference because I could barely tell it bent his license plate in the front a little bit, uh, oh. but I could barely tell on his car. Now you know if you look closely, you could see some. Did hair. Y'all have a barbecue after everybody got <laughs> off at three? No, he said no. Uh, you, you, that's illegal to do that. You cannot remove road. Kill, kill. Right. Well, yeah. you can't use it. We ought to change that law in Texas because I think they ought to do it like Colorado, where they have a, a roadkill license. You know why they don't? Yeah, have you get it, a tag, right? Because people will swerve, swerve and hit rather than away, and it's a very expensive endeavor for. Automobile but people companies. in Colorado don't swerve into them just to get them. That's a false. I think so no, too. But in Colorado, they're also now all driving 15 miles an hour. Like, hey, dude, <laughs> I just hit <laughs> an elk, bro. <laughs> and it's still on my. I think it's I'm elk. hungry. Let's oh, hit let, that deer, dude. Let's hit that and get some Cheetos. <laughs> Cheetos and some venison, man. Uh, so Google has reversed course after rejecting a hunting advertisement for being in violation of the company's rule against promoting. Animal cruelty. The tech giant clarified its ad policy in a statement Friday after spurring complaints from U.S. Senate uh, Senator Steve Dan- uh, Daines and Representative G- uh, Greg Giafonte of Montana. Google doesn't have yeah. a policy prohibiting hunting ads. We do have a policy against ads that promote animal cruelty <laughs> or feature uh, gratuitous violence towards animals. In this case, we made a mistake, and the ad is now uh, approved to run, said Google spokesperson. Um, 
So good move on Google. I heard a lot of this is kind of taking shape in YouTube. and um, So I was listening to a show a while back kind of relating to some of this stuff. Um, and it said that there's a – so there's a third party that some of these people use. Facebook uses a third party in particular to look at post. Yeah. Just to look at post and, you know, if somebody marks it as, you know, they can, anybody can mark your post as, you know, violent offensive or offensive or whatever. Right, right. And then right. it goes to this third party group and they have to make a decision. And there's a room of 200 people that all they do all day long is go through posts, go through posts. Go I wonder if they posts. go home and look at their Facebook. So apparently it's like a major, like, overturn in job. People are leaving with, I mean, major PTSD, you know, because you can only imagine. You see the stupidity of people that post stuff, you know, the game wardens catch people all the time that post stuff that's illegal. You know, can you imagine? uh, They're saying they're seeing people in fights and stabbings and all. Oh, yeah. There's a whole here in Austin. I mean, there's a Facebook division that does that, and I would— was talking to a guy. I said it's a disgusting job. Well, he said one of them is, I mean, there was a, a live, you know, where people will suicide. Yeah, and they'll, yeah. They'll stream it. And they got to catch that. And he said, you wouldn't believe how many, also cruelty, of course, you know, to a lot of things, not just animals. And uh, so, but it's good. The reason I bring this up is because it's good to have a reversal on some of that stuff. You got some radical that comes in and marks it as animal well, cruelty, and, and it has nothing to do with animal cruelty. And they go, "No, we were because wrong. It's, we were wrong, right?" Well, I, and, you never hear that anymore. Yeah, there was a you know you you were in on some of it still. There's just personal preference. You know, there's somebody in California that's a PETA supporter and they're that's their job you know what what are they gonna say they're gonna say oh yeah reject that one well i want to know how it comes up you know they're so smart on picking how these ads come up but these people (laughs) that get offended by certain ads how does that show up in their ad space right are they googling hunting safaris to come up with oh the anti the antis how is that coming up? I mean, uh, I all I get is hunting and fishing stuff ads all over my stuff. That's right. all I get. It I just mean, goes after what you like. And, right, that's uh, what I'm saying. So, so if they see it, well, they were probably just looking were, for a reason to be and, mad. Unless you're a Trump supporter, and then it gives you all the negative, right? No, or but the other I'm way saying, around. What I'm <laughs> saying is, how is it showing up in somebody's search, or their? How is that ad showing up if they're and, anti against it? So an offensive ad, a, a hunting ad, pops right. up on a PETA person. Right. I'm not going to see PETA ads on my. Well, I may. Well, there's only, I, yeah, I, you might. There's yeah, only yeah, one Peter way, and I think it works. That I think that's what it is. I think it works both ways. No, it's only one way. People, when you design it, you put in who you want as your audience, and you put in taglines or tag words oh, or keywords. Yeah, I understand. And so they're probably going. I'm going to put hashtag PETA that's on right. the next outdoor thing. Yeah. And no, on all our it? outdoor zone stuff, we're going to start just getting flagged. PETA. No, it's going to get flagged. Watch a red-tailed hawk. Here's something you can do online that is good. Watch a red-tailed hawk chick hatch on camera. On Monday, the first chick hatched in the seventh season of the red-tailed hawk live cam. Big Red, the mom, and Arthur, the dad, are feeding meals to the youngsters right now. 
Watch the amazing close-up highlights of the first chick hatching, one of the fuzzy chicks' first meals the next morning as the chick, second chick starts to hatch. Or check in on how the third egg is doing right now. Watch Cornell Hawks on American Spring Live. This is this Hatching Chicks starred on Monday's episode of a three-day PBS Nature series celebrating spring's arrival. Other segments feature Cornell Lab projects including bird cams, celebrate urban birds, and bird cast. If you missed it, you can still stream American Spring Live from PBS. What about bear cam? The ones where they put them in the, the dens? live bear cam? No, where they're coming you can out. Watch them sleep. And they're, no, Boring. no, no. Oh, where they're eating no. off yeah. the. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They come out tables. and get the salmon. Yeah. And, and they get the there's honey. Some, there's some. They get the that. honey and the little pig runs around in the t shirt. That's it. And it goes, poo, poo. <laughs> yeah. What that are you one? doing? That and one, that's Eeyore a good, comes out. That's yeah. a good video. I don't think you should be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not a good idea. Eeyore's birthday party oh, was last weekend. Never going to work. Austin's hottest new restaurants, the Shore, Shore Raw Bar and Grill, serving regional coastal cuisine, cuisine, combining flavors from Texas, Louisiana, and Mexico. Great pet-friendly patio with live music on select nights. Half-price bottles of wine starting at 5 o'clock on Mondays. Hey, and on Mondays, too, they got that $1 Gulf Oyster Special serve starting at 5 o'clock. Uh, house-made brush Is that bruschetta? Of course. Yeah. yeah. Bruschetta bread? Oh, God, that's good stuff there. Poor boy bread and direct from New Orleans. Uh, go see our buddies over there. They're located at Highway 71, west at Covered Bridge, west of the Y and Oak Hill. Shore Raw Bar and Grill, shoreatx.com. Go get you some. On the flip side, I'll tell you, there's a uh, there's some change, a wave of uh, change coming in some of our favorite hunting grounds, and it's all due to the legalization of marijuana. Uh, I'm connecting the two. I'll connect. I'll, 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 bring, it, I'll bring it all around. Yeah, it's bring it on, zone. baby. Bring it on. Live at a bunkhouse on 104.9 The Horn and 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. from San Antonio. Everything that I got is just what I've got on. Yeah, and I know what they say. Money can't buy everything. Well, maybe so. But it can buy me a boat. It's T-Roy Bruce Orr listening to the Outdoor Zone. They call me redneck, white trash, and blue collar. All right. But I could change all that if I had a couple million dollars. I keep hearing that money is a root of all evil, and you can't fit a camel through the eye of a needle. I'm sure that's probably true. But it still sounds pretty cool, because it could buy me a boat. All right. Or it can buy you a boat. Certain point in every hunter's life, he moves to a bow. Austin Archery Country is Austin's only true bow shop for the bow hunter. The very best brands, Matthews Elite and Hoyt. They got the brand new Matthews in there. Oh, man. Sweet, sweet, sweet time to be over at Archery Country last week. This weekend... They were in San Antonio at the Ultimate Archery Shoot. It's a an Ultimate 3D shoot. If you look mm-hmm. on our Facebook page, I posted it on there. 
It is an incredible cool. archery competition with some, I mean, they set up some cool stuff. You can go down there and just shoot. And the archery country guys were down there shooting. And I can't wait to see how they did and see the stuff they post on their Facebook page. Archery country, all the gear, targets, arrows, and accessories are on site, available for professional installation. Uh, they do private and group classes and lessons. If you got a kid that's not tied into something, you're just trying to find something for him to get involved in, archery is a great way to do it, and they can walk you through all the options down there at Archery Country. They're at 8121 Research Boulevard. Um, get all the details. Follow them at austinarcherycountry.com. austinarcherycountry.com. It's one of our favorite places to hunt, giant elk. Is Colorado, right? We go Colorado, to Colorado and the mountains. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beefsteak, you're from Colorado. 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 Uh, so um, the legalization of marijuana in Colorado, of course, it's not federally legal, so technically it's still illegal, but don't get me going down that rabbit trail. Uh has happened in Colorado, and now people are flocking. I know of I mean, I hear of people moving to Colorado, oh, yeah. left and right, which is great. You know, go, uh, get out of here. <laughs> and uh, they're flocking to Colorado. I mean, I hear of it daily. I hear yep. somebody moving to Colorado, and I'm thinking, I know what they're moving to Colorado for. Yeah, They're not moving there for the fresh air because they've had the fresh air there for 100 years, and they hadn't moved for there. Rocky Mountain High. But uh, a Denver woman. A Colorado woman is hoping to change the hunting laws in Colorado. I was actually shocked to learn that bobcat hunting and trapping is still occurring in this day and age. Hmm. So I'm thinking this is a new import to Colorado, or she's taking up new recreational, uh, medicinal... CBD or whatever they call it, right? Yes, in Colorado, because she's out of her mind. she, She didn't realize that... Bobcat oh, hunting you know, still been going on. How often does that happen when somebody moves into a community? That's what I'm saying. And they go, well, what? why you shouldn't do that? So we this, didn't do it in our old community. You shouldn't do it in this community. The stoner chick Shut moves up. to Denver. Stoner chick. Stoner chick moves to Denver and starts <laughs> up this idea that she's going to stop uh, the killing of bobcats. Fur There's trapping. no need to kill bobcats. This is not conservation. The citizens of Colorado and tourists coming to Colorado want to see bobcats alive. First of all, I have never heard of somebody going, I'm going to Colorado to look at bobcats. <laughs> look at those pretty I'm little going bobcat doing, I'm going on a bobcat tour in Colorado. <laughs> now, number two, she obviously has done zero, zero, uh, research on classic liberal right. classic liberal training it's and all so, emotional and so it brings me little kitties it brings me this whole thought that there are uh the difference between a child and adult child children react on what emotion emotion immediate all emotion that, yeah. and as you become an adult you learn to react on out of emotion, but on principle and sound thought and advice. Use the other side of your brain. And education right. and and uh, children and this immaturity does not is not defined by age any longer. No, absolutely not defined by age, but or gender. But the, right. it, so I'm going to link this whole thing together. So please do. They say, <laughs> and they have for for years and years and years, and it's been proven 
that when you use drugs, a.k.a. marijuana, which is now legal in Colorado, Mm -hmm. what happens? Your brain stops developing maturity, and that is the age for, for your usage period. That is the age that you will remain in your brain for an extended period of time. Yep, until you quit using those drugs. Right, and, and then begin, you begin to develop and mature that is from correct. that point on. So uh, we are continuing to breed this by accepting marijuana as okay to use and breed this mentality, which is going to further, I mean, it's going to further breed these emotional children, adolescent like minds. That are going to continue to uh, push and uh, go against everything that we stand for here if in the you, Outdoor Zone. If you go to kidsoutdoorzone.com, you can drop down to the bottom left-hand corner. And I write editorials semi-regularly. And I wrote one about a month ago on the effects of marijuana and the culture and our children. And I deal with thousands of children. I deal with thousands of men who are mentoring kids and marijuana is an absolute train wreck across this country and there are people in this country who are celebrities and and other people who these kids are looking up to and adults who are saying oh well it's not gonna hurt them you know it's not a not a drug that gets them started off on willie nelson said it in an interview it's not a it's not a gateway drug and that is not truth. That I got is, too many kids in a, in, a train of, in a train wreck because they started that. And so that is a lie. So if you are around kids and you have an opportunity, please share with them that uh, that is not fun time in Colorado. Hey, I want to also uh, I want to make sure the Austin Fly, Fly Angler's first annual uh, Flames and flies and flames expo is coming up we'll give you more information on that as it gets closer but uh austinflyanglers.com austinflyanglers.com so you don't need drugs if you just follow this advice work like you don't need the money love like you've never been hurt dance like nobody's watching i love it i love that all right this week's bible verse comes from romans 12 12 rejoice in our confident hope Be patient in trouble and keep on praying. Live it, love it, learn it. I'm Cody Ryan, same place, same time next week. Hey, we want to encourage you this week. Grab a kid, get them off the couch, show them the birds, the trees. Heck, take them hunting, take them fishing. We don't care what it is as long as you get them into the great outdoor zone. Road Rash, thank you very much for being here, buddy. You're a good ranch hand. We appreciate you. Uh, Hey, we're headed to church right now. I want to encourage you to find a good Bible-based church in your community. Men, get up, grab your family. Y'all go to church and then go have a nice breakfast somewhere. It's going to be a beautiful day here in Austin, Texas. Uh, Go out there and take a walk. Get outside, everybody. Just enjoy it. It's beautiful. That's it for us here in the bunkhouse. Till next week, regulators, let's mount up. We came from the West Virginia coal mines and the Rocky Mountains and the Western skies. And we can skin a buck, we can run a trot line, and a country boy can survive. Country folks.
Country folks can 